Hey guys, what is up? What is popping? What is funky fresh? Welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast. If you're listening to this, then woo, I did it. I made my first ever podcast episode and that is a very big step for me because that's something I've really wanted to do for a long time. If you're listening to this, it also means that we are a vibrational match. So we're aligned in some way or another, and that is just a great way to start off already. So (laughs) welcome. I'm so grateful that you're here. My name is Katrina Macias, and you are listening to Practical Alignment, a podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, talk about manifestation, mindset, and I help give you tools for empowerment to live the life that you desire. So for today's episode, I want to talk about the difference between being authentic and being nice. And I think that this is such an important topic because I think so many times people sacrifice their authenticity in order to be likable, in order to seem nice to the general public, in order for people to like them. But really, it's at the expense of their own well-being because they're putting their self, they're expending way too much energy, they're putting themselves in situations that they're not actually happy in because they want to be a people pleaser. And I have so much compassion for this topic because for so long I was definitely a people pleaser and I was very, very engrossed with the idea of having everyone like me and now as I'm getting older I'm slowly starting to shift out of that slowly but surely because your girl has boundaries now yes so we're going to be diving into that topic today so being authentic means that you're being really true to yourself right you're your biggest homie you're your biggest supporter you feel aligned and connected to the person that you are and you feel comfortable with expressing that And a lot of the time being nice can get in the way with that because we compromise our well-being and aren't authentic with ourselves in order to please others. And we put ourselves in situations where we're not being authentic to ourselves because we're too focused on how other people are feeling and expending our energy on helping them feel better or trying to make them feel better when and taking accountability for their feelings instead of our own. So a great example of this would be, let's say that you had a really, really difficult week, like it was very draining for you, and then that same weekend, your friend calls you and says, hey, I'm moving, Uh, would you be able to help out? And even though you're tired and exhausted and you have no energy left for yourself, you say, yeah, sure, like, yeah, I can do that. Not because it's something you feel really called to do, but it's because you're afraid of how they're going to judge you if you say no, and you're afraid of not being a good friend. And so you show up to their house and you move, and the whole entire time that you're moving and you're helping them move, you have so much like low-key resentment for them because even though it's not your fault, it's it's not their fault, it's, it's actually your fault for not um, saying no, um, in the most gentle way possible, like it, like you're responsible for establishing your boundaries, but you're having such horrible feelings because like the intentions that you should have when you help someone are from a place of love and a place of compassion and a place of wanting to do it. That's where our greatest work comes from is when we feel inspired and motivated and open and have the energy available to help other people. But when we have none of that for ourselves, 
we switch the energy of the situation. So now as you're helping your friend move, you have resentment, you're annoyed at the little things, you're probably overanalyzing like, oh my God, would they do this for me? Are they a good friend? Why am I such a good friend? And I don't think that they do this for me, right? And then you start feeling underappreciated, undervalued, and you just feel really yucky about the whole situation. But it all started because you're too quote unquote nice to say no. Nice to who though? Like not nice to yourself and that's the most important person you should be nice to. I know that my greatest work, my greatest accomplishments come from a place where my cup is full and I really, really, really want to stress that you should not feel guilty to fill your cup first. When you fill your cup first and you're operating from a full battery, that's when you have the space to feel inspired, to feel motivated, to be able to create things out of a place of pure excitement and joy and pure authenticity because you have all the energy that you need to do it. And that's when you can have more space to be generous. I know that when I am in a really great mood, my cup is full, I'm feeling good, that's when I feel more inclined to help people from a place that feels aligned with me and not out of obligation. I think that something we should strive for in relationships is to find balance and to find harmony. There should be a balance of giving and taking in relationships. You don't you don't always want to be the giver because oftentimes, well, you're overstepping your boundaries and you're going to feel really undervalued and underappreciated when people aren't giving you that same energy that you're giving. So you need to really understand that you can't only give. You have to be open to receiving. It's very healthy to receive. And I know that a lot of us have problems with receiving. A lot of us have guilt and anxiety and stress with being able to say yes and allowing good things to happen to us and I see you and I hear you and I understand how hard that can be but just know for healthy balanced relationships you really need to partake in the give and take of a relationship because that way it'll feel more healthy and aligned when you do give people energy and then you expect it in return because it's a balance and if those relationships aren't giving you what you need if you're not being reciprocated in that way then you really have to ask yourself is this a relationship that I want to continue to have to continue is this a relationship that I want in my life oftentimes we're afraid of saying no into a relationship and we're afraid to say no to people because we're afraid of losing them. If you don't say yes and you're not always making them happy, then they're going to leave us. But do you really want that type of person in your life who doesn't appreciate your boundaries, who doesn't respect what you are comfortable with doing, and who doesn't respect um, (laughs) your energy, and who doesn't, like, you want someone who understands that they are not entitled to your energy. No one is entitled to your energy except yourself. I recently was put through situations where my boundaries and my authenticity was very much tested. I was a barista and during my time as a barista, many customers would really 
make me uncomfortable sometimes. And I was okay with feeling uncomfortable because I was more focused on getting tips and making them happy and dancing around like a monkey for them so they would feel good and that they would be more inclined to give me tips, right? And so they would always tell me, like, because I was going out of my way all the time, expending so much energy on trying to make other people happy. And, I mean, I know that there's a line with customer service, but I'm telling you, like, I was exhausted. Like, and I really felt uncomfortable sometimes because especially there would be, like, old, old-ass men coming up on me. I'm not about that. But because I had such a hard time saying no, just because, like, no or like drawing a line with, hey, that's not cool, because so many men would hit on me, um, full disclosure. Yeah, I really had my authenticity like breached because I was so focused on how they were feeling. And I just had really poor boundaries and I continued to feed the idea to these people that it was okay to walk all over me and it's okay to overstep other people's boundaries. And you know what they called me? They always said, you're so nice. Like, oh, you're so nice. You're such a nice worker. You're such a nice girl. Um, first off, I'm a lady. <laughs> and second off, I'm nice on the outside, but I really feel like slapping you right now on the inside. And I actually don't like you at all. And I'm not being nice to myself because I'm not being authentic to myself. And so that all came from a place of me wanting to make money. And in my head, it, I had this like false belief that I had to act this way in order to get money. But once I started realizing that, I was able to shift that idea to thinking, you know, money comes to me easily and I can be myself and still make money. And that's when I would start getting really big tip days as a barista, it would just be really like busy during those days and I'd get tons of tips and it was just flawless. It was easy and I didn't have to work hard. I didn't have to compromise my authenticity. I was just able to be myself, but I was just under the impression that I had to lie to the world in order to be accepted. I had to show up as someone else, someone almost weak um, and let people walk all over me so I could earn money and that is just not true. So that's just a personal example of my life and it's something that I was very or I am very passionate about because I spent a lot of time as a barista really feeling not good about myself and so it's just really important to notice where are you compromising yourself and where can you make those shifts and where can you change your mindset to actually feel like it's okay to be yourself and it's safe to be yourself in this environment where people can love and accept you and you can still get the life that you desire. And honestly, you can't really blame other people for overstepping their boundaries and stomping on yours if you never establish that boundary in the first place. And if you continuously let them feel like it's okay to treat you in this way because it's what you've accepted before in being quote-unquote nice and being quote-unquote a good friend and being quote-unquote a good person. Like, I hear you and I understand how easy it is to put yourself in that position because oftentimes it feels so much easier to just let behavior that feels yucky continue because it's scary to say no. But really, I'm here to tell you that I see you and I hear you and it's very vital for your authentic self to be able to say no to people if it feels good to you.
No one wants to be a pushover. When we see pushovers on TV, when we see yes men, when we see people who have really um, a hard time establishing their boundaries and instead they just be nice and always say yes to everyone, um, when we see those people on television and movies, we feel bad for them. And I don't want to have that sort of martyr mentality, that self-pity for not being able to be who I am. And I understand how real that feeling can be. So many people feel like if they act who they really are, if they're authentic with the world, that, that they're going to be rejected. And that is a real, real, real feeling. And I see that and I understand that. And I have so much compassion for that. But people who are not willing to accept who you really are should not be in your life anyways. And it just takes being able to recognize yourself first and start loving those aspects of yourself that you're afraid of showing. Just giving them, sending them love, being there for them, being compassionate for them. And then eventually allowing yourself and allowing the world around you to see you for who you are and allowing yourself to be met with people who really can value and appreciate the person that you are, your authentic self. Um, but first you have to be able to let that self be expressed and shown and trust that who you are to your core is someone worth being seen. Sometimes our fear or resistance of saying no goes beyond the fear of being rejected by the people around us, but it has more to do with our worries for personal safety. And that's because sometimes there are people who act out in really threatening ways when they are told a boundary and it's not what they want to hear. Some of us have had very traumatic experiences where we've been met by hostility in the past for expressing a boundary. So it could make things even more uncomfortable in present time to start reintroducing boundaries into our lives. And so I do respect that this is a very serious process and it can take some time, so really go easy on yourself. I really, really, really want you to remember that you are not put on earth to fix other people's problems. You can definitely be a person who holds space for people to help fix themselves, but it is not your responsibility to do that for people. You are not here to do other people's work. As much as you do it from a loving place because you want what's best for them, what's best for them is for them to learn their lessons on their own and be able to grow as well on their own. So some ways that you can practice authenticity and start stepping back into your authenticity is take some time for yourself to remove yourself from situations that make you feel yucky and give yourself some space for self-care. Really get back into grounding yourself into who you are, remembering what you like, so that can just, it's really just giving yourself the time and space to remember who you are. Just remembering and partaking and feeding that part of yourself that wants to be loved um, in a way that is comfortable for you. And you can love yourself in that way. And then another thing I suggest is practice saying no. Practice saying no before it gets to a point where you're snapping at people and being ugly with them, but a point where you can lovingly address a boundary and say, no, I'm not comfortable with doing this, and if this situation comes up again, you're going to know where I stand, rather than ghosting people when it becomes too much or feeling overwhelmed and snapping at someone. 
practice saying no in little ways and then that way you can be proactive instead of reactive to situations where you're actually not going to come off as nice because you're freaking out on someone and you're going to be snapping because it's just it's your breaking point. So personally, I feel really comfortable with addressing my boundaries for the people really close to me in my life because I think it's just a security thing. Like I know that we have really deep bonds and I feel that no matter what, they're going to stick with me just in a very loving way. Like they're going to love me regardless of my boundaries and I can show up authentically. I find myself having more trouble addressing my boundaries with strangers. And I don't know, I, it's so confusing because what are the chances of you even seeing them again? But that is actually where I find one of my strongest resistance points to, my, to being authentic is to try and please strangers who actually don't matter. So when I first started addressing my boundaries to strangers, I really did feel a great sense of guilt the first couple of times. And afterwards, I'd feel anxious and I sit there and overanalyze the situation and think like oh was I too harsh was I too mean to them should I have done it differently so I just want to recognize the fact that the first couple of times that you do adjust to being authentic and you do adjust to addressing boundaries it can feel really foreign and that's okay because we spent so much of our lives being told to focus and to really care about putting others before ourselves in this really martyr-like, self-sacrificing way. But that's just bogus, you know? So it's okay to feel guilty for the first couple of times, but just know that practice makes perfect. And when you start getting into the habit of being authentic with yourself, when you start getting the habit of speaking up for what you feel comfortable with, for laying it down like it is, to say where your boundaries are, that is when you're going to start realizing, when you get in that habit, you're going to start realizing how loving that is to yourself and to other people. A pro tip that comes with practicing saying no is giving yourself or buying yourself some reaction time. So instead of forcing yourself to feel really uncomfortable and say no right away, because I know that can be really like shocking and weird to do the first couple of times you can always just be like uh can I have some time to think about it and I'll get back to you and even though you know the answer is no it really gives you that space to be able to collect yourself and calm down and then say no if that's what feels good for you. One of the most loving things you can do is to show up as your authentic self and teach people that it's okay to be who you are. It's so loving to be able to express your boundaries because you stop perpetuating the cycle of people who are entitled to other people's energy who feel that way. Um, it stops them in their tracks and it stops them from continuing to do so and thinking that it's okay. And we're here on this earth to learn from each other, to teach each other. And so if you can come at your authenticity and your boundaries from a place where you feel really confident and you don't have to feel guilty about where you stand, you really teach that and you share that energy with other people and they start learning what's okay and what's not. It's all about lessons for everyone. I also want to mention that the audience that I'm really mainly speaking to right now 
are adults who have the ability to shape their environment through their independence. I recognize that if you live under someone else's roof or you live with your family, it can be very difficult to be able to establish boundaries, especially if you don't have your own two feet on the ground and being able to support yourself. So I see that and I recognize that and I don't want you to think that I'm making it seem like it's just an easy thing to do. Establishing boundaries and letting your voice be known is a very real thing that can take a lot of work for some people because it is very scary, especially if you've never practiced this before. So I definitely respect everything that you're going through if it seems difficult. I'm so grateful that you listened to my podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for this first episode. I am an intuitive healer. I will link my page in the show notes. If you ever want to work one-on-one and dive in deeper into some of the topics that I mentioned in this podcast, if you feel resistance to some of the things brought up, such as being able to receive, such as being able to authentically show up in this world and be accepted, I see you and I hear you and I understand that these issues come from long-standing trauma where we felt like we weren't safe and so I'd love to work on some blockages if you're experiencing any removing patterns and really healing the parts of yourself that need some love. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. It's been a pleasure and an absolute joy to record this podcast. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. Everything will be linked in the show notes and have a beautiful day. Bye.